Hi everyone, my name is Carrie Fersner and I am a personalized learning coach at the South Carolina Department of Education Office of Personalized Learning. And I will also be serving as your host for this podcast. We're jumping into our very first episode and I wanna thank everyone for joining us. Today, we'll be joined by Stephanie DeSazio, who is the Director of the Office of Personalized Learning, and Lauren McCauley, who serves as our team lead. We're so excited to hear from them and get their insight on where the work of personalized learning is headed in South Carolina. So, let's jump into it. We're glad to be kicking off our first podcast, and I have two very special guests with me today. So we're gonna start by letting them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Lauren McCauley, and I'm the team lead in the Office of Personalized Learning at the State Department of Ed. And I'm Stephanie DeStazio. I'm the director of the Office of Personalized Learning here in South Carolina. Awesome, all right. So for all of our viewers or listeners out here who have either never heard of personalized learning or maybe are familiar with the term, Let's just start with the basics. Can you all just explain what personalized learning is exactly? When you say personalized learning, what does that really mean? Mm -hmm. I think that um, across the the country, the term personalized learning, if you Google it, you're gonna get a lot of different answers back. Uh, And so I think it's really important to, I'm glad you asked that question, because I think in South Carolina, we are really fortunate we have a framework for personalized learning. And so, the way that we like to think about it is that there are are critical elements that help make up personalized learning or that can compromise for our our, that are included in personalized learning and and those for us are learner profiles Mm -hmm. learning pathways flexible learning environment and student ownership and all of those things I think that you can see within that is all about the the pedagogy of, of how you connect with students how you create a truly student-centered learning environment Mm -hmm. um, where the teacher and the student are working together to make choices and decisions about what works best for the students in that specific classroom. And so that means uh, making decisions about the types of resources that you use and, and the ways in which you approach the actual instruction that's happening. Okay. Want to add anything to that? I'll just add to that, that I think in its truest form, what we're really focused on are what are those classroom level practices and some of those systems level pieces that allow us to meet the needs of every learner? How do we tailor the learning to meet the needs of every child? And the the framework that Stephanie just referenced is really our, our belief and our focus on how we get there. Okay, so that kind of leads me to my next question. So some may know, some may not be familiar with the fact that the State Department of Education actually has an Office of Personalized Learning. How did we actually get to this point where in education in South Carolina, this has become a focal point? Mm-hmm. How do we get here? I think the, the beginnings of this office go all the way back to 2011-2012 when the profile of the South Carolina graduate was created and then later adopted. Um, And the fact that we have a profile of a South Carolina graduate is is really a a central piece to this story Mm -hmm. Um, because later on as our current state superintendent Molly Spearman was elected, 
one of the things that she firmly believes is how do we know that kids are achieving the profile of a South Carolina graduate? I mean, that mm-hmm. is a question that, that has to be answered. And, and part of what she believes is a system for personalized learning to really think about student-centered um, education is critical to answering that question. And so the Office of Personalized Learning exists to help bring that um, promise to fruition of mm-hmm. how do we know that our kids, all of them, mm-hmm. are actually achieving the profile of the graduate. And so our, our mm-hmm. office is really tasked with that mission of helping schools and districts to um, think about the way that instruction is happening across our state to help elevate the stories that are mm-hmm. that are out there of, of, because we have some great things happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also to really think critically around what else, what other resources do we need? Um, what What is the field telling us that they need in order to be able to do this work? And so that that's a little bit about kind of how we got here. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a much more nuanced story than mm-hmm. that, but that's kind of the high-level overview of we exist to help bring the profile of South Carolina graduate um, into action. Okay. Okay. Awesome. And that kind of um, segues into an, another question that I had. Um, for someone who would say, you know, I've I've experienced the education system in South Carolina. I've been there. I've done that. Personalized learning, why is that even important? What would you say to a person who would ask that type of question? So we have for years and years in education focused on this idea of meeting the needs of every student. Mm-hmm. But we've struggled to do that in a system that is largely built on a factory model and serving as many students as efficiently as possible. And we know that if we're going to meet the needs of every student, we have to think differently about our structures of teaching and learning. And that's what personalized learning is. We're thinking differently about the classroom level practices. We're thinking differently about the systems that we have in place and which of those have been barriers to meeting the needs of every student and which of those have been incredibly effective in meeting the needs of every student and how do we put all those best practices together into a system that meets the needs of every child that is personalized to the needs of every child. Okay so essentially um, personalized learning is really something that allows us to do what we've always said that we've been doing meet the the needs of the students that we work with on a day-to-day basis in South Carolina. And I guess even with the industries that are coming in, um, there's even more of a call to have our students prepared, you know, to do things like um, work in a team or, you know, work collaboratively or critically think and solve problems. And how do we incorporate that within our our standards and our learning as is now? Um, That's, I guess, where personalized learning would definitely come in. Mm Yeah, so our, our office has been doing work creating a prototype set of competencies for the profile of South Carolina graduate to, to answer that question of what does this look like? Um, how, how does this look in a school, in a classroom setting? Um, and it helps to get to that question of how, does, how do we manage that within a system? And so as Lauren mentioned, we know that there are changes to systems that have to happen, and we know that there are some barriers that do exist. But what we also know is we've got some amazing work happening in classrooms mm-hmm. and in schools and in systems 
in our state. And so how do we, how do we uh, leverage those practices that we know are seeing really good results in lots of different places in our state to be able to spread those practices across the state? And so competencies for the profile of a graduate give us a common language um, and they really connect to that world of um, work, that world of being a citizen out after and outside of school, um, and, and what students are going to be able to do going on you know, through the rest of their lives. So another thing I was wondering is what is the goal here for the state of South Carolina and personalized learning? What is the goal in mind for progressing in the work? So the, the overarching or larger short-term goal is that we want every district in the state to have a system of personalized learning or to be engaged in personalized learning in some way by 2022. I mean, so that, that's a, a stated um, goal that, that we have is, is some sort of interaction in, in each and every district. And so we are working diligently to build um, opportunities for folks, lots of different entry points. Um, I'm sure we can share a link to our um, professional learning opportunities that exist. Um, we've made those free to schools and districts to be able to participate. And we've created a really robust menu of things to choose from in order to help meet the needs of you know, the various districts and charter schools across our state so that everybody has an entry point into mm -hmm. this work. And so I think the longer term piece is, is just that. Um, spreading this work across the state, spreading the best practices, but scaling some of the things like the, the framework for personalized learning mm -hmm. and then the competencies and, and having tools that help all of our districts continue to um, you know, go on this journey of, of making sure that we're meeting the needs of every child. And I'd add to that just to say that one thing that's unique about our office is that our work is voluntary. There's no mandates that um, schools or districts engage in this work, but they're coming to us because they want to, because they're excited about the work, because they have, as a community said, this is what we believe we should be doing with and for students. And so they're excited about what they're doing and coming to this work with that excitement. And when you have that community ownership, that's when you see this work really start to take off. And so we've been really impressed with the schools and districts that mm -hmm. um, have, have, we have had the good fortune of working with. That's awesome, that's awesome. Well, guys, we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna be back with our special segment. So we are back with Lauren and Stephanie. So really quick, we're gonna jump into our special segment. We like to call this segment, Make It or Break It. So I'm gonna ask our guests to either share a make or a break. A make would indicate a highlight or something that you've seen or that you're personally doing um, or making happen in regards to personalized learning. Um, a break would be for you to share a concern, a barrier, or a struggle that you've encountered on your personalized learning journey. And then once you share your make or break, we can talk about it. So, whoever wants to go first. So, I would say one uh, important make that I've discovered over a number of years in this work is that it's important to realize that there is 
no one way to personalize learning. Hmm. And that's important to remember whether you're working at the state level, a district level, or even in a school. This is not going to look just one way. There are key practices we think are critical to any system of personalized learning, and that's why we have our framework. Uh, but it's going to look different from class to class and school to school. And in order for this to be effective and, and spread across the state, um, we have to recognize and leave room for that. Yeah, that's so true. Um, I even think about my own personalized learning journey and how I kind of started off as a singleton. But I've also seen it work where um, there are teachers and teams and whole schools that are approaching this work from a different way. So there's really no like one size fit all. Right. So, I mean, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. So, what do you think? What's your uh, make I think or break? for me, I'm going to go with a make as well. Okay. And um, I would say that the make for me is this mantra of think big, start small, act fast. Okay. And um, I think I can think of lots of good examples where that um, that bit of wisdom has really benefited me, even if I didn't know that was necessarily what I was doing. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, being in a school, that was always helpful. You, you, you know where you want to go. We have this big dream of what do we want this to possibly be? Um, but you've got to take that first little bite, that first little step. And it's okay to start small. Um, you may want to do a whole big unit that has a performance-based assessment and has all of these elements of personalized learning, but you might just need to start with one small formative assessment, and right. that's okay. Um, and to realize that this is a journey, um, that it is not an overnight change that happens, mm -hmm. and that you, you, know, you just want to em embrace the process. And so it's been really, um, great to see schools and districts give themselves what I like to call the gift of time mm -hmm. to say it's really well worth planning and dreaming and thinking about the big and coming up with that longer term strategic vision and plan but it's okay to start small and, and then giving yourself that permission to do that um, but then the really important part is like act fast don't wait. Don't wait until, okay, well, you know, the school year's already started, so now it's too late. It's never too late. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wait until, oh, I can't start until January, or, you know, I've already done some of this with my students. Like, you, know, you can start at any time. Uh, you know, you can start tomorrow if you want mm -hmm. with just one small thing. Right. And so that, that becomes, I think, the thing that's been really exciting to see the work across the state grow and blossom and change and move rapidly and I think it's because people are giving themselves the permission to think big start small and act fast yeah that's a really important point and I think that if people just take a step whether that's doing research or whether that's just jumping in and trying one thing that's a step in the right direction right so with that in mind there may be someone listening who may be wondering I, I do want to get started I've never heard of personalized learning or I've heard of it but I don't know where to go. Where would you advise that person to start? Or do we have any resources that maybe we can share? We do. If, if they go to our website, um, if they go to the State Department of Education website and uh, you look under instruction and then there's personalized learning, we've, mm -hmm. we've got some things there. You, If, if folks like social media, uh, a great hashtag to follow on Twitter and on Instagram now is hashtag personalizedSC for South Carolina. Um, and, and those are great places to get started. 
Uh, if they really are thinking, okay, I can't remember those or I can't find that, they can always email us, personalizedlearning at ed.sc.gov. Um, and, and, you know, we're always happy to reach out and respond and, and do whatever we can to make sure folks have, have the resources that they need. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for taking the time to speak with me today. We're going to close out in a little bit, so we'll catch you then. Before we close out our first episode, we want to leave you with a quote to think about. This quote comes from the book Empower by John Spencer and A.J. Giuliani. And it says, in a world that is ever changing, our job is not to prepare students for something. Instead, our role is to help students prepare themselves for anything. We hope you let that quote guide your work for weeks to come. Thanks again for tuning in to today's episode of Making It Personal. Be sure to connect with the Office of Personalized Learning on social media. Tweet us at PersonalizedSC and follow us on Instagram at SC Personalized. Please also send in any questions you have regarding personalized learning for our Q&A segment on future episodes. We'll catch you next time on Making It Personal. See ya!